Welcome once again to This Week in MCU, the weekly after show talking all things Marvel Cinematic Universe related. I'm Kurt, and with me, as always, is Senraven. Hey. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? Eh, not too bad. I was gonna give you some warnings about you know tro- you know Trojan horses and stuff, and beware of uh, Wakanda's bringing gifts. But really, it's all about the Ides of March. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, really, they were on the. They aired it on the fifteenth of March. <laughs> Wait, they aired what on the fifteenth of March? This episode. You mean the fifteenth was... of September? Uh, sorry, September. <laughs> The opposite. I meant to do the. It, it was. It's only a six month difference. It's only a six no, month it, difference. I meant to do. It, it's. It's too early. I honestly meant to say exactly the opposite of of, of Ides of March. <laughs> the anti Ides. Yes. Uh, the Earth Two Ides of, of September. Um, hey, yeah. it's a what if episode. Maybe that happened on the fifteenth of September. There, there you go. It may have. Um, okay. Uh, let's jump into news from around the MCU. Uh, I know that, so they dropped an Eternals trailer this week. Um, it was pretty much the same trailer that we saw, but it, this one was the one that was made for IMAX. So oh, that's the diff- Okay. Yeah. So I didn't realize little, that was the difference. It was a little wider. Um, they gave a much longer shot of the Celestial, which I thought oh, was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I really... I'm looking forward to this. I am too, uh, and more than I thought it was going to. Uh, like, I honestly don't know what to expect from it. I know what to expect from Spider-Man, but <laughs> I have no idea what to expect from uh, uh, from Eternals. Neither do I. And 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 I keep you know the thing that I keep thinking about is, okay, fine, we have the Eternals, but what is that going to lead into? Like, how, like what comes out of this? Because they all lead into something. And it's just, well, I mean, they're they're not dealing with like you know Thanos trying to destroy everything. They're dealing with a a, a catastrophe trying to destroy the universe. The right. convergence convergence or, or whatever they they were calling it. Yeah. Uh, I, no, I think the convergence was the. It was, it was the. Didn't they call the it the, Thor thing the emergence or something like that? Emergence or something. We'll see. Yeah, it's, it's whatever weird. splashed I, down like, into the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> And it's probably not the Cloverfield monster. Oh no! So, um, we no, we get to see this monster. Yeah, we get to see this monster or yeah, these big, monsters. Bigger budget, we'll see it right away. Yeah. You know, I think I've already seen some speculation that are they talk are they marking the the coming of Galactus? It's like, well, I, I really don't think we're going there yet. I I don't uh, think so. I mean, I would love that to be the case, but I I can't see that happening. At least not yet. But uh, so anyhow, so that's a cool trailer, uh, but no different, not really different from the original one we saw. It still ends with the not that funny IKEA joke. So no, I find that entertaining. It was fine. It was fine. For, for some reason, I find that entertaining. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. It just okay. <laughs> so yeah. um, all right. So uh, the other trailer that dropped of significance was the Hawkeye trailer which I I'm looking forward to that this should be fun I am too um uh, and and I know it didn't hit with with a bunch of people it hit with me I it's I I think that we're we're getting uh what we need I think the interesting thing is they show Hawkeye with his kids 
They don't show his yep. wife. His wife is nowhere to be seen. Um, I think what they showed with the kids was the like a, the pre-shot from uh, uh from from the movies, like uh, before before everybody got dusted. Uh, I think they showed after though. Did they? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I didn't see Linda Cardellini anywhere to be found. Um, hmm. but uh, yeah, I mean, they had all kinds of Haley Steinfeld all, all over it, and. And uh, I I don't know I think it's gonna be a fun movie. The, the I think real... it's gonna be great, especially because we're getting uh, Pizza Dog. Yeah, uh, right. and, and and the whole the whole bit with the arrows in the back of the car that was just funny. It was great. Uh, I hope I really do hope we get more of the banter, right? Yeah, from the comics because that's that's but what like, makes he, that relationship. He was doing it. He was doing it in the movies too. He was the only one that was getting the banter stuff. Yeah, that's uh, true. but that was that was coming up. That was actually coming out more in uh, like Age of Ultron, like him right. talking to himself. It's like I could have shot him. I could have just uh, no, it just kind of walks away. Yep. You, yep. you kind of get a, a little a little extra side of him from from there, which which was great. Uh, right. I hope they keep that up. I I really enjoyed that. I agree. I agree. It'll be it'll be fun to watch. And then uh, you had a rumor that you heard. Yeah, there was a rumor of uh, live action zombies coming to the MCU. Uh, so we'll see if that happens, if that pans out. Um, yeah, that that'd be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how how excited I, I would be to see it, but I'm not a giant zombies fan. But, yeah, you know, maybe. Well, yeah, I yeah, we'll see how they do it. Uh, I, I again, I think we talked about zombies with the what if uh, episode, and the thing that I thought was interesting and a little odd from the zombies that we're used to is the their their ability to completely fully use their powers, right? While they, while they were zombified, um, and well, I say completely use their powers. I mean, uh, zombie Hawkeye didn't have the greatest aim. Oh no, just a little <laughs> off. <laughs> right. I mean, he still he still got her in the shoulder. Yeah. But just a little off. Yeah. So. Um. All right. Cool. Uh. Let's see. Let's let's uh get to the episode. I will say though, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitch.tv/slash VO by Kurt or subscribe to the podcast by going to any of your podcatchers and just searching for this week in MCU. If you want to watch us live, you can watch us live on Twitch.tv/slash VO by Kurt, ten thirty a.m. Uh, Eastern Time and 7.30 a.m. Pacific Time uh, every Saturday morning. And if you have any email <coughs> emails, comments, questions, suggestions, send them to thisweekinmcu at gmail.com. And if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we will read it live on the air. So, our intro. Normal intro. Same intro for everything. And at the beginning, we get The Watcher. Now, look, I'm going to say it again. Every episode, we get a right. clearer, clearer <laughs> view of The Watcher. And, like, and this this one, he's just standing there. He's I'm just, surprised he wasn't holding like a, a bucket of popcorn. The only thing we haven't seen is him from his waist down. Is really, right? <laughs> really, that's the only that's the only thing that we see. Well, I mean, he he's like, he's on a Zoom call watching all these. So, you know, it's 2020. It's 2021. <laughs> Exactly. He he he's zooming all these other universes. He's got no pants on. Don't don't judge him. Yeah, no, no, it's all right. Um, so I uh, he's got the best background in the world too. 
Um, <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, it just feels like we're getting more out of out of the watcher, and he's gonna get to the end of this ser- this season. And just go. All right, you know what? I can't just stand here anymore. Here's what we got to do. With this. <laughs> I just keep watching you people. You keep screwing stuff up. What yeah. is wrong with you? Yeah, you guys like this. This. <laughs> oh yeah, there are spoilers. So if you don't want to, if you don't oh, want to be right. spoiled, go watch the show. Come back. Um. So yeah. So the watcher's sitting there. And he's going. Look, if you guys keep on like this, we're never gonna get our movies anymore. <laughs> you're, gonna, <laughs> you're gonna ruin everything. So uh, the watcher shows up and he does his. Every journey has a beginning. Um, and we open on Iron Man one <laughs> from basically from the movie. Uh, I, you know, Tony Stark is in the Hummer. It gets bombed just like the movie. The Hummer, the soldiers are going, Hey, stay there. And, uh, the Hummer gets shot at and has bullet holes in the side. You know, what's interesting, the bullet hole pattern in the cartoon matches the bullet hole pattern in the movie. Except oh really? For, except for like one or two holes. Oh, that's that awesome. are slightly different. <laughs> um, that's so, paying attention. Yeah, so he uh, <laughs> he he gets out of the Hummer because that's what Tony Stark does, and a missile lands right near him with Stark Industries logo, just like it did in the movie. Because that's what a missile does. Yep, because that's what a missile does. Uh, and then Killmonger pops in. And picks up the missile and throws it away from Stark. Now, here, here's the first issue that I have. He threw it far enough for it not to affect anything. Like, that's a pretty big throw. That's a very strong throw. Yeah. Um, I Unless don't think... it's like, you know, carbon fiber uh, missile or something. Well, I guess it could have been. Um, I, I but highly the, doubt but, it. But, you know, I noticed that and I, I, okay, fine, I'll just let it go. Um, because he really shows nothing like that later. So, um, so he steps in, throws it away from Stark, saving him, and he says, "Hey, the Ten Rings have reinforcements, and they and we got to move now." And the, then the Watcher steps in with some more voiceover: uh, "Heroes are not born; they're forged in darkness." And we get flashbacks of Tony making the armor, and we get a flashback of the Avengers in New York where they do the spin around camera shot. Uh, just for, like from the movie, right? And uh, basically, he says, uh, "You know, heroes are defined by sacrifice." And he shows Tony snapping with the gauntlet, you know, with the Infinity Gauntlet, and or with you know, the, with the stones in the Iron with his, Gauntlet, yeah, his yeah. Uh, Nana Gauntlet, yeah. And uh, he says, "Without Tony's capture in Afghanistan, the Age of Iron Man would never come to pass." Which, okay, great, I. I I found it interesting that they opted to do that ra- because I'm not sure we needed that. Yeah, we kind of get it. It was it was it was int- I mean it was interesting to see that, but we didn't need it. I mean, I think we would have gotten it from what is coming up now. <laughs> so, um yeah. we get back to the United States and there's a press conference when Tony comes home, just like there was when he came home, only it happened earlier, you know, timeline-wise in, in this sure. uh, show. And he's not sitting down asking for a cheeseburger. Exactly. So he's standing at the podium, and uh, Killmonger is off to the side. Okay, cool. And 
they're asking he he's basically they're asking him questions and he's like look we have to uh things something's got to change we saw young americans killed by the very weapons that we're creating we have to do better <coughs> okay and bigger cool. and bigger <laughs> right um so he says so I, so i'm bringing in eric stevens with killmonger's name as my new chief security officer and happy's going like happy's off to the cycle hey that's supposed to be my, my promotion. job what's going on and you got promotion blocked <laughs> right exactly uh and christine everhart once again, she's everywhere. Right. <laughs> she's uh, everywhere. But uh, but the thing is that she's everywhere, but she lives through everything. Yeah, she does. Um, she's asking a tough question. She's going, hey, so why was Lieutenant Stevens in the area be- since his unit was 400 kilometers away? And Killmonger says, oh, yeah, that's it's because I discovered a, an assassination plot. While I was in deep cover with the Ten Rings. It's like, okay. And Stain gets all, like, stupid nervous because Obadiah Stain's like, there, uh-oh. too. Uh-oh. And, he, and he like, uh, okay, that's enough questions. Uh, we got to get to business, blah, blah, blah. And Killmonger's saying, yeah, I, I, I figured you'd say that. So, um, yeah, so I have all the information. And, uh, it, you know, the assassination plot was, was bankrolled by Stain. And what I thought was Here, really cool... All, all the paper trail that you left behind that, uh, that Pepper Pods doesn't have to go try and download now. Exactly. Here's the receipts. <laughs> um, what, I think, what I think is really cool about uh, Killmonger in this show is in most other movies and TV shows, you know, if they had proof of anything, they do that weird, like, and if you want to see the proof, come by the press conference I'm having tomorrow. You know, they, no, they he, yeah, and, he and just, he, he went just out like, and dropped all the info. Every time there's information like that in this in this episode, he's just like, oh, no, no, here it is. I don't care. Just here, here it is. Um, and so, uh, Killmonger brings the receipts. Uh, Stain's trying to get away. Happy punches him in the head. All right, cool. <laughs> so, uh, they're in the bar. Tony uh, is talking with Killmonger and he goes, "Okay, look." Uh, I want you for my COO. And Pepper's gone. Which What? Which was supposed to be Pepper's job. Right. Which is supposed to be Pepper's job. And Pe- Pepper's gone. What's going on? And so Pepper meets with Rhodey. And Rhodey did some background on Killmonger. And yeah, he was Navy SEAL. But he was contracted to do, to do wet work for the, for the military. Which is just, it's assassinations. You know, basically. Yep. Um, the black and- unit. And Pepper isn't trusting Killmonger because, well, you shouldn't. Um, and Tony's walking him around and showing Killmonger around his lab and everything. And they and Killmonger, Killmonger's like going, "Hey, is that a repulsor?" He goes, "Yeah, I've been uh, I've been working on it. I've been trying to miniaturize a Jericho missile into a handheld." It's like, <laughs> "Oh, okay, <laughs> cool." Um, and Killmonger, you know, he asks about Killmonger's dad, and he says his de- his dad's dead too through gang violence, and kind of kind of right, yeah. And then they start talking about like projects for the future, and Killmonger says, "Well, when I was doing my PhD at MIT, uh, <laughs> I was uh, developing plans for an automated combat drone," and he goes, "Huh." Really weird. And he goes, Jarvis, bring up MIT thesis. What was the name of your project? 
And he goes, Project Liberator. He goes, hmm, cool. You got great, great eye for brands. And uh-huh, he, sure. Yep. He brings up the design, and it looks like a Gundam. It, it really did. Yeah, and... Uh, I mean, but then again, when he was writing his thesis, how old was he when he was doing well, it? Well, but here's, the, here's the, the other part of that. This is the, like, there aren't a lot of Easter eggs in this, really. Uh, but this is one of the things. Uh, they make reference to it looking like a Gundam, and and he's saying, look, I like anime. Well, apparently Michael B. Jordan is a huge Gundam and anime fan, and they threw that in there because of that. So um, so they, they start picking apart his his design, and we get our first montage of the episode, the building montage, and which kind of mirrors what happened in Iron Man 1 when he was testing things out. And they build the first one, and they do their. They start filming their first operations test, and just like in Iron Man, the first one kind of falls apart. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's a failure. The only thing that's missing so, is dummy squirting it with, uh, <laughs> with okay, a fire extinguisher. But, but that that whole thing was and the look because the head, uh, the triangular yeah. head, and everything. They're basically doing the aim robot from um um oh yeah from Iron Man two. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The it, way it that head exactly looks the and same. everything. The only thing he what would have been funny is if they had if they had Jordan going up to the head and going, This is stupid and pulling it off. <laughs> Saying we don't need this head. Um So uh they, it falls apart and they and Tony's going, yeah, I guess we need another power source. Um, and he goes, well, oh, well we- I, I was considering doing uh, this thing. and No, that would be stupid. Yeah, yeah. What if we miniaturize an arc reactor? No, that's a dumb idea. That's a dumb um, idea. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah, right. And Killmonger says, what we need is vibranium. And Tony's like, well, too bad my dad used up the, 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 the rest of the, the vibranium of in the war. <laughs> He goes, well, not all of it. And Killmonger just happens to pull pull aside a vibranium ring. <clears throat> and Tony asks where he got it. And he says, well, you know, you travel the globe. You, you know, you got you to gotta meet the right people and get a good hookup. And lets it go with that. And I'm just going, oh, okay. Which is, of course, that refers to uh, uh, Ulysses Claw. Yeah, except I think he probably got that ring from his dad. Uh, that is likely his father's because he pulled it off on the he's running it on a chain. So, uh, Killmonger says, "Yeah, I need to get you. Just need to get a hookup." And then reveals, "Hey, I know this guy, uh, and it's Claw. It's just Claw." And and Pepper's like going, "Hey, we can't go out there and deal with a you know, a black market contractor. He goes, no, no, no. That's why you got to get the military to do it for us. <laughs> That's why Rhodey's going to do it. <laughs> so Rhodey goes to meet with Claw. Claw and Rhodey meet. Claw has a Dora Milaje spear, which goes for a, a, a short $10 million. Oh, yeah. That was quick. Yeah. And uh, basically, Dora, the the uh, spear, uh, Rhodey's going, yeah, yeah, $10 million. Yeah, Tony spends $10 million on a bad Tuesday in Vegas. Uh, so no big deal. And then we see oh, the meeting's been breached. And who jumps through the window but Black Panther. And Black Panther is dismantling everybody really pretty damn quickly. And uh, A little too much because it's uh, uh, 
military people. Uh, yeah, but he's still Black Panther. Yeah. Right. So, uh, he goes, yeah, I'm going to need to take that vibranium back home. And Killmonger pops in with a sonic taser and goes, nope. And because yeah, promptly kills Black Panther dead. The, I mean, just he, he lived. He's been in three episodes. He lived in one. Yeah, I know. But he's got a better straight, better record than uh, than Iron Man. It's crazy. Yeah. So um, he does have a better record than Iron Man. Um, so, uh, Wait, no, so did he live? Did he live in uh, the zombie episode? Did he survive in that one, or did he die? I think he died. Oh wait, remember. maybe maybe not. I can't. No, remember. no, because they got him on the Quinjet. That's how they're yep. getting into Wakanda. Yeah. Okay, so yep. he lived in two episodes. Okay. Right. So far. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right. So, uh, Killmonger kills Panther. Rhodey's still alive, and and he's asking why. And Killmonger says, "Hey, man, why would you work for your own oppressor?" And um. And kills Rhodey. He just kills Rhodey. But Rhodey's right. You 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 have to be within the system to fix the system, right? Right, right. So, and then Claw comes out from the shadows and says, "All right, cool. Now it's time to work." And then we flip to double caskets. We see one U.S. casket and one Wakandan casket, and they do a, like a kind of a parallel viewpoint type thing um the wakandan casket they do a top shot and there's wakanda lettering on top of the casket which yes i did look it up um and and translated it's it translates to wakanda forever um so yeah uh and so and then ross is there with killmonger saluting roadie's casket and the news is on the tv and we see the U.S. military and Stark Industries implicated in the death of a Wakandan prince. Um, Killmonger shows up at Tony's house and says, "Hey, they killed one of our own. We gotta, we gotta go show them who's boss." And Stark's like pissed off because he's going, "Look, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess my name is that uh, is clear that that I'm the boss because my name is on all the paperwork that that traced back to 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 us on this." And he goes, but one thing you forgot is that Jarvis is watching everything. And he recreates the scene in 3D with his fancy hologram tech. And it shows exactly what happened. And then Tony goes, so yeah, I know exactly what happened. And locks down the entire room. And now he wants justice. Well, you know, not the smartest thing to do considering he knows uh, Killmonger's background. Uh, yeah, but Tony also perfected, well, thought he perfected the drone with the vibranium. Mm-hmm. So now it's drone versus Killmonger, and the fight starts, and we see the drone get the upper hand um, for a little bit, and then Killmonger sees the Dora Milaje spear that he brought in and uses it to take out the drone pretty readily, as well as... Tony Stark and uh, shoves the spear through Tony and Tony's going, why, why would you do that? I thought we were just like two gearheads trying to do right by our dads. And 
and Killmonger's saying, look, the difference between you and me is that you can't see the difference between you and me. Which is such a great line. It is. It is. <laughs> uh, and then we see the scene change to Thunderbolt, Ross, Pepper, and Happy. And Killmonger comes in. He goes, Tony was killed by a Wakandan spear. Sounds like a hit job uh, for revenge. And Happy's like, well, how did this not get captured on video? And Pepper's like, Jarvis was conven- conveniently wiped clean. Um, and you know, we had three separate incidents and we have one person right in the middle of it, but, but no, he didn't do anything. Um, and so Killmonger's asking what the next move is. Thunderbolt says, yeah, they want a war. We'll give them a war. Put the liberator drones into yeah, production. Yeah, he's a gun ho and an idiot. Yeah. Cause that's Ross. Cause it's Ross. Yeah. And, uh. He he basically says, "All right, we're putting the Liberator drones into into production." And Pepper says, "Well, we got to talk with the board. They need to approve." Blah blah blah. He goes, "No no no, Patriot Act. I'm taking it." <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, and then we get into the drone build mon- montage, the second montage of the of the episode. Um, Killmonger meets up with Claw again. They go to find Wakanda and come up against the Force Shield. And, well, Killmonger got everything he needed out of Claw and kills him. Because that's what Killmonger Just like you do. Just like you do. Well, you can't have Claw survive the encounter. No, no, not at all. That that would be a completely different what-if episode. Right. So, he walks into Wakanda with with Claw over his shoulder. And he's met by the Dora Milaje. And he reveals who he is. uh, N'Jadaka, son of Prince N'Jobu. And he shows his lip with the tattoo, like you do. Um, and the tattoo has Wakandan alphabet written on it, which I translated. <laughs> um, I have no idea what it means. Uh, it's it's just the letters are W-A-A-D as in Delta, uh, B as in Bravo, 3, G as in Golf, L as in Lima. Uh, looked it up, found nothing. Um, I would think that it might have something to do with some of the creators on the show or something. Uh, but saw it. I uh, didn't see it. And actually I didn't go back, go back in, watch Black Panther to see if you could see those letters on his lip in the movie. I remember them showing it in the movie. I remember him having the, the tattoo. Yes, because he Cause had he to show it. it. Yeah, yeah. But like, I don't remember being able to see a close up of of the letters. And in this, in in this episode, it was very close up and very clear. Um, and and I I translate the first two letters. I'm going W A. Oh, it's going to say like Wakanda or something. Nope. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, Queen Ramonda's saying I. Njobu didn't have a kid. And, and, and T'Chaka's going, well, that's what I wanted you to believe. And he clearly had a kid. So um, T'Chaka welcomes Killmonger home, says he's home. And he goes, all right, well, we've got no time to rest, Uncle. Uh, we got war coming. And 
the robots are all outside, the drones are all outside, and Killmonger's going, here's what we got to do. We got to let them in so that we can break the network connection so that they, you know, they can't be controlled from the outside. There's some discussions, some fighting back and forth, but, but basically they let them in. They let all the drones in. They close the force field behind them. The drones all basically deactivate. <coughs> cool. Uh-huh. Great. And then Killmonger. And the, yeah, click clicks a button and somewhere a thousand uh, garages opened. Yep. Yeah. He, he, he clicks his, his garage door opener and all the drones come to life. Um Oh, he must have had a backup uplink, blah, blah, blah. It still wouldn't make it through the force field. I don't know. Okay, whatever. So, uh, and so they go to war. Uh, Ramonda, apparently, Queen Ramonda is apparently the general of the army, which I didn't realize until this episode. Um, and she yells for T'Challa, and they start fighting. Um, T'Chaka, uh, uh, is, is just watching everything. Uh, he he's thankful. He's thankful for for all of all of Killmonger's information. And Killmonger says, "Okay." And the fight's on. And he jumps out the window <laughs> on an armored rhino and right. charges into the fight, yelling right. Wakanda the general- forever. The general of the army, yeah, is mom. It's mom, right? So, uh, so they basically the Wakandans take out the the drones because look, they've got vibranium weapons. They know how to use them, and they take they take out the army fairly easily, actually. Yeah. Um So they win. They win that fight, and we sh- it flips to another scene where. Uh, Killmonger's looking at a sunset or a sunrise. I can't remember which one it is. Uh, um, I believe it's sunset. Could have been, yeah. Except he's not dying at this one, right? And then he uh, he takes a knee to T'Chaka. Actually, no. I guess it would be sunrise because the battle was uh, at night, and it parallels the movie. And I believe the movie was also sunrise. Oh, okay, all right, that would make sense then. So. He, yeah, he so he bends the knee to T'Chaka, and T'Chaka says, "All right, cool. Uh, you're gonna drink this, and, and we're gonna make you the Black Panther. <laughs> make you the Black Panther. All right, which is <laughs> clearly what he was looking for to begin with. But okay, cool. So because of the herb thing and the Black Panther thing, he goes and does his vision, uh, which is what you do. And T'Challa's there because he's dead. Um, and he's talking at him. He's going, look, you know, if you're gonna bring." war and everything you're gonna bring trouble and whether it's here or or well whether it's in the real world or on this plane you're gonna have trouble okay yeah cool dude thanks for the powers and we we flip back to ross and uh ross is talking with with everybody and we see somebody hanging a a a poster in the background it's a patriotic poster that says only you can avenge tony stark (laughs) so very very propaganda uh yeah and they had to use the word avenge of course um so ross says all right so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna take a bunch of uh these jericho missiles and we're gonna bomb the crap out of wakanda cool great that's gonna end well yeah because that's gonna work 
Pepper is disgusted. She goes back to her office, and Shuri is there. Let this child into the boardroom. Yeah. And or into the country. Shuri and Pepper are meeting, and Shuri hands Pepper a tablet that basically shows that uh, Killmonger killed Stark and T'Challa. And so they decide they're going to fix it. And credits. Um, now, before we get into the actual voice credits, uh, this is the second episode, maybe the third episode, where it feels like we need to see the second part to see how it all comes yeah. out. Yeah. And I just it feels like it feels like we're doing we're getting into that right. I mean, this is the fifth episode of the season. No, this is uh, this is number six, I believe. Is it? Um, Nineteen. One, I, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh no, six, six because six? Uh, okay. I, we had Shang Chi in the middle of that. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I think that was the only one. Uh, yeah, yes, Shang-Chi was in the middle of that. So, um, yeah, it's... Uh, so six, we have three more episodes. Yeah. Yeah, so... Okay, uh, let's jump into the, the voice actors. You've got Jeffrey Wright as the Watcher, obviously. We've got Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger. John Favreau as Happy Hogan. Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. Angela Bassett as Queen Ramonda. Uh, Denai Guerrera as Okoye. Andy Serkis as Claw. Don Cheadle as Rhodey. Paul Bettany as Jarvis. Leslie Bibb as Christine Everhart, the reporter. Uh, John Connie as T'Chaka. And then the substitute voices, which are Mick Wingert as Stark, who did a really great Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Kiff Vendenhuvel as Obadiah Stane. Pretty good. It wasn't a great impersonation of him, but it didn't matter. He, he captured the essence of the character. Um, Beth Hoyt as Pepper Potts. I didn't think she sounded anything like her, but it didn't matter to me. Um, Mike McGill as Ross. I think I would have preferred William Hurt, but... Yeah, but he sounded close enough. He, he did sound close enough. And Ozioma Akagi... Uh, Akaga... Akaga. Ozioma Akaga as Shuri. It is not who played Shuri in the movie. No, um, no. And she didn't really sound like her, but also... I don't know if you noticed, Shuri was younger in this show. Yes, she she does like, look like a nine-year-old kid. Because she was, like, they didn't have to pay attention to that detail. But I'm glad they did. Because the timeline shows <laughs> U.S. and the world becoming aware of Wakanda way, way, earlier, way, way earlier. Way yeah. earlier. So I'm glad they paid attention to that. Um, so I thought that was, I thought that was pretty cool. Um all in all, I put this episode for me right in the middle of the batch. I thought it was a good episode. Um, I liked it. 
I liked all of them. I think it was a little predictable. I liked the way they handled it, but it was like, really? Killmonger is just going to betray everybody and trying to take over, and I'm surprised he didn't kill the king. Well, what what's what I thought was interesting, well, I think the reason he didn't kill the king is so that he could get the Black Panther powers the easiest way. You know, because look, if he did it the way he did it in Black Panther, that's a way harder road. Right, but in Black Panther, he was he wanted to be in charge of everything because, you know, T'Challa was the king. So he wanted to be the king so he can send the military out to do what he wanted. And in this one, he's he's Black Panther, not but, the king. Right, but we don't know. We also don't know that that's not his end game. Right. Right. I mean, but like they, that, that's the whole thing. They, they go for the sunrise thing and, uh, you know, he he takes a knee instead of, well, he killed the king. Now he's the king. Right. Yeah, that could that could still happen. That could still come. Um, but um, yeah. Oh, yeah. For that, we need a follow up episode. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. And I, I will say that I thought Michael B. Jordan was awesome. Oh, he's always this, awesome. He really is, but but he stood out to me in this episode. Um, and and honestly, Killmonger might be my favorite MCU villain because yeah. he was the first villain that they introduced in the movies that was complex. Well, and, and you can kind of agree with him on stuff, right? No, that's the thing, right? He wasn't. It wasn't just like, oh my god, he's just pure evil. It's going to be easy to hate him. Like you don't like the way he approaches it, but you under you kind of understand him and his motivations a little bit more. Um, and you could say the same thing for for Thanos to a certain extent, but that was later. That that came after. So, um, all right. So, <coughs> do we have uh, any idea of what next week is yet? Oh, um, we should. Let me pull it up real quick here. Um, next week is episode number seven. Seven. Uh, no, IMDb doesn't have any info on it. Uh, we got T'Challa again in it. Uh, Bucky Barnes, Steve Rogers, Clint Barton, Tony Stark, Okoye, T'Challa. So it's some. It's something big. And no, but no screenshots like in some of the other episodes. Yeah, I I don't see any screenshots for this one. Hmm, interesting. Um, what if episode seven? But, but yeah, uh, there's a promo trailer for it. So there is actually a promo trailer. Um, did that promo trailer just get released? Uh, I think so. Uh, it came out. It came out. No, four days ago. Oh, hmm. But it's not really clear as to what it's promoing. I think it's oh, just oh. promoting the second oh, half of the. That's what it was. Yeah, that's the trailer that came out that that promoted the the last half of the series. Okay. Of the yeah, there's there's nothing specific about the next episode. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and according to IMDb, we got Black Panther, Okoye, Captain America, Hawkeye, Winter Soldier, and Iron Man. Yeah, so, so we'll see. Interesting. Uh, all right. Crazy. Uh, now, what was weird, too, is that 
as we were looking for that information, uh, the episodes, they were sh- there were screenshots from the final two episodes. For eight and nine? Yeah. So, let's see here. <clears throat> because when I, when I looked, there looks like uh, yep. episode nine has, well, episode eight has, looks like, is that Game Master? Yeah, that is definitely Game Master. And it's like the, it's like the only, the only photo. There's no info. There's no uh, cast act other than Jeffrey Wright. Jeff Goldblum. Uh, that is it, definitely Goldblum, yeah. though. And Rachel House. Rachel is, House. And she is... I'm um, seeing if, she, if they gave her a credit. They do not. Rachel House. She was in Moana as Grandma Tala. So she's oh, a voice, she's a voice nice. actress. She's a yeah. voice actress. She she had that that is a great voice. Yep. Um but what's funny is they show her uh in I wonder if she's playing Game Master's assistant. Mm, Cuz okay. they don't they don't give her the credit in IMDb but they they in that screenshot they sh- they basically list with Jeffrey Goldblum and Rachel House. Okay. Uh, okay, so and they show one of his security people I guess in the background. So it that's probably who who she's playing. That'd be pretty cool. So that's that's episode eight, and then episode nine shows Star Lord. Yeah. Screenshots. But we don't. But that looks like it's probably no. That's definitely uh, T'Challa, Star Lord. Yeah. So yeah, and they credit him. So they say Chadwick yeah. Boseman, uh, and Haley Atwell. Bruce Banner and uh, and Jeffrey Wright because he's in every episode. Uh, oh, there are <coughs> other photos. There are other photos for this episode. So uh, Haley Atwell, uh, Chadwick Boseman. So, but wait, Haley Atwell would probably be Captain Britain or Captain Carter. Captain Carter. Yeah. Okay, and they show Pepper Potts with a big ass gun and sure <laughs> and Shuri. So something's definitely coming to coming to head in episode eight and nine. They show uh, Gamora. Is that and Black Panther, and Michael B. Jo- or Chadwick Boseman and Michael B. Jordan because Chadwick Boseman is on the side. Yeah. Okay, all right. I think this is what I was hoping it was going to be. Yeah, the, I'm, oh. I do believe episode nine is a is bringing everybody together. Oh, Big crossover I'm, event. Because Gamora has the double-sided blade. Right, and uh, you got T'Challa in the middle with the guns, a Star-Lord, but you got Black Panther in the si- on the side, so that's Killmonger. And you can see Thor's hammer. And you can see Thor's hammer. Oh. And it, so, <clears throat> and it looks like... Well, no, so she has a double-sided blade. That's uh, that's Thanos' uh, blade. Yeah. Not not her double-sided from, oh, right, uh, from right. the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears> so <throat> we see the letters S-H. 
on a on a broken down building is what it looks like. And we see Joy Sound. On... So there's somewhere in. Uh... Oh, this is. Oh my God! So this is basically a shot of uh, the new Avengers. Because you have the yes. old shot of the Avengers in Sam, in Sam, in sorry, in Manhattan. Yeah. With all the Manhattan stuff broken down around them, this is a shot of the new Avengers, and by the looks of it, probably in Tokyo, with yeah, everything was... broken down around them. Right. Or so it could be Tokyo, could be Madripoor. Could be Madripoor. Uh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I, I am all of a sudden really excited, I am, <laughs> really yeah, excited about forward. that episode. <laughs> I, I will look forward to that, definitely. Yep. Because um, they don't give you any other information. There's no, what's the title? Uh, yeah, there's there's really nothing. <coughs> um, yeah, cool. All right, so uh, that is pretty much it for this week. Uh, I'm going to stop the recording. Thank you guys for joining us. We will see you again next week. Have a good one. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>